And we are starting off the working week here on the muster as per normal with the Sergeant Dan Southern Farm around it. Thanks, of course, to Sergeant Dan Stock Feeds here in Gore. We're away to Lake Hiroko. Jamie King, good afternoon. How are you? Good, Andy. You good, mate? Good, good. Um, how's things looking? Your neck of the woods, Asavo? Now, we're pretty green and rosy, Andy. Eh? Nice and warm. Had a nice warm weekend after oh, a couple of ass kickers there uh, middle of last week. We're down to minus five and six. At Still water lunchtime, to be fair. Um, but nah, feed-wise, we're plugging away pretty well. Um, we're not too wet yet to sweat on top. We're not going through anything. Um, yeah, at the moment, really easy, considering we're at the end of June. So, But we won't go counting chickens just yet. We've um, got a long way to go, so it could all turn turtle. But, I'm, um, a, I'm under. The, sorry, mate. I'm under the impression that the weather's about a month behind where it should be. What do you make of it? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Andy, like we talked about this a couple of three months ago in Indian summer. Um, yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. And we're always tough in here in that springtime, sort of from mid-September through to the end of October. It can just really, really crucify us um, with feed. So that's always in the back of our minds anyway. Um, but, yeah, no, I, it's, yeah, I've wondered that for the last couple of years and it just seems to be seems to be getting pushed back a wee bit. But, yeah, I don't know. don't know. Climate change, Andy. We'll blame it on climate change because that's a, that's a, good, a good answer, eh? You've got to blame it on something, and more often than not, comes back to the old C word. Um, yep. How's everything looking on the crops? Good. Yep. I just actually, I must go and weigh one this afternoon. I had a bit of a. <laughs> not, we're not going to talk about regen, but uh, I got it mentioned to me. Oh, it sounds almost regenerative. I planted my kale, Andy, at about four kilos to the hectare, and I put about 400 grams of turnips underneath. Um, this man, uh, Rep uh, from Advanced Ag, we're talking about it. And what a phenomenal crop, Andy. Um, yeah, I'd, looking at it, guess it could be weighing in at 14 or 15 tonne, nice and dry on a dry face, and steers are just smoking on it. And um, I planted that in November, and a few of the guys says, oh, the turnips will go off. But that's, yeah, it's a first for me, and I'll keep doing it, I think. Because that's something that can occur occasionally when you get the bulky in the paddock, and it's just perfectly normal, and all of a sudden you're in the swede so and there's a bit of kale that comes through because that's in the bottom on the tracks. That happens from time to time, but uh, what you're talking there sounds as though it's really worked. Yeah, no, this was just re-drilled, Andy, um, just with 150 kilos DAP down the drill, and, and that's bogging along. Um, yeah, like, it'd be the first time in, well, since I think I've been back home here that I'll be looking down the throat of having a big supplement of uh, winter feed in front of me. About 10, 12 years of fodder beet I haven't touched yet, and I can't see myself hitting me for another... Oh, probably a good six weeks, I'd say. So, yeah. Are you thinking you've got too much one to feed up your sleeve? Oh, you never have too much, Andy. I've, I've got a lot of mouths I can fire on there. There's 400 cows kicking around some scrub blocks. And well, there you go. They, they would love to have a lolly like that, but we'll see how lucky they get. Yeah, it'll be too easy to tempt fate at this stage, as we all well know. Um, the shortest day's been and gone, but that's when you can argue the winter really starts here in the south. Hey, um, Jamie, get your opinion on something really interesting and uh, disturbing at the same time, especially from a rural viewpoint. Safe, um, a safety-first approach is how Tasman District Council is approaching it regarding a, a draft on stock control bylaw. I'll just give you a bit of an up, a reader here. Signs warning of stock crossing a road will need to be placed at least three times the speed limit away from the crossing point if a proposed Tasman District Council bylaw gets a final nod. So firstly, I read that, I'm like, so you've got to stick your stock signs 300 kilometres away from where you're crossing the stock. That is the first thought that came into my mind. But anyhow, that's not the case. So it's obviously three stopping distances away. Um, 
Elected members on Thursday agreed to consult the public between the 1st of July and the August the 1st on the draft stock control bylaw of 2022. Um, but the real kicker here is that um, another key change is around effluent management. The 2005 bylaw required the road to be kept clear of stock effluent. Under the draft 2022 bylaw, not only must the road be kept clear, but any effluent must not be washed into adjacent waterways. What do you make well, of that? Well, well ask yourself. Um, well, actually, you know, this is the sort of stuff that you'd want to read that would come out of the... Um, Monty uh, Python. Uh, yeah, well, Monty Python or, you know, if it was an upper hut district council, what have you, but first and foremost, Tasman, like that's a rural enterprise on that west coast anyway. Um, I can relate, we've, our whole property is basically split by public gravel road, admittedly a dead end one, uh, we run stock signs all the time, but uh, yeah, why? First, what did that cost to get that drawn up and what's it going to achieve that's not already been done? Um, I would, I would hate to imagine. Effluent on the roads, like what? Jesus, Andy, we're in New Zealand. Come on, we're, this is what our whole foundation is built upon. Have you got dumb crap like this, for lack of a better word, coming through? Like, um, yeah, I just it boggles my mind. And as well, you got to remember, you got to have a stock fifty metres away from the road if a car turns up. Yeah, so, what are you going to have, old mate? There, employ a couple of shepherds standing there all day waiting for a gap in the traffic to shift some sheep across. Well, that's, um, you know, it's real value for money, isn't it? Like, come on. It, it justifies logic yeah. and like, what are you supposed to do? Carry a broom and a shovel with you and chuck it in the back of a trailer or something into a bucket? I don't know. Oh, that'd be good fun picking up after <laughs> 3,000 years, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I suppose we're getting uh, unsensitised to all this sort of, sort of stuff now because it just keeps on flowing out of mouths. So, like, the bit that really shook me was the council in question that brought it out. Like, of, of all the people, um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know. I just, I, yeah, and then the money costs, like, uh, yeah, it's intriguing, isn't it? But it'll be, it'll be just as intriguing to see what public has to say on that. Ah, uh, yeah, well, we, yeah, one would like to think we know which way it would go, but you just wouldn't know in this day and age, would you? And, and you're dead right as well. I mean, you've had ewes in the yards all day and you've just dagged them or whatever, had them crutched, vaccinating, whatever. You're pushing them along the road. Um, the closest I've ever come to this was when I worked in the UK in a place called Braintree. Um, probably one of the dodgiest places on earth that I've ever been to, to be honest. Worked on a pig farm there for a few months. Um, and I had to go and get the raw pig slurry because I was the only one to drive the wee 4,000 tractor up the ramp to chuck it into the um, trailer, place it into the trailer um, with this big squidgy on front of the loader. But anyway, um, the ram on the back of the trailer was pretty dodgy and it was tend to seep out the back because the ram would rear up a third of the way up. And um, one day an English joker stopped me and said, um, are you going to clean up that mess in my road? Because I had to clean my car last week and I just played the ignorant Kiwi. Oh, Go and tell the boss, mate. Not my job. Sorry, you just <laughs> well, had to pass it. Because no speaking English. <laughs> exactly. That's what it was like. But to think that New Zealand is getting to this stage, um, I don't know. Like you say, what are you supposed to say about it? Oh, it, I don't know. I just it, it's really it's interesting. It's and it, what, in the pace it's moving, Andy, of all this stuff we're up against. Um, I. Look, and I was just reading some articles there before about um, a, a vertical farming and an American guy that's sort of looking, you know, we've got to challenge our thinking the way we do things and all the rest of it, which is great, Andy. Um, and I completely agree. There's always new technology. Um, I Personally, we're on a family operation and we've 
been here 50, nearly 50 years. Um, we've still got a good mortgage and all that, and we do it because we enjoy it. You know, I'm checking around this morning with a, um, a four-year-old with me, putting things up on brakes. You know, it's not a bad day, a bit of drizzle, but it's warm. Having fun, you know, and just everything seems to just turn on its head. We can't enjoy what we're doing anymore because we're that busy bloody looking over our shoulders all the time. And that is a concern going forward. I mean, everything's just getting railroaded to the point the groups have actually gone to the government saying, hey, guys, you need to stop and actually think about what you're doing here. Damien O'Connor just doesn't seem to give a toss if the truth's known. No, none of them do. And, and they wonder where this mental health issues and all that stuff come from. You know, like, you can't hide from it now, um, all this stuff. And if you don't go home at night and think about a lot of this stuff, well, I'd, I'd, I'd accuse you of being a liar. Um, you know, just everything getting rammed down here. Next, and you get this other stupid bloody rules, and you know, and it just if it's not broke, don't fix it, Andy. Um, yes, there are some aspects of certain things that do need fixed for sure, or need need people need a good kick up the rear end. But on the basis of it, um, yeah, it just boggles your mind. Hey, we'll let you carry on, mate. You sound a bit stunned. We'll let you go and gather your senses while you do your breaks. But thanks for your time, as always, Jamie. We appreciate it, especially at short notice. Yeah, well, I start the day off good, Andy. I'm not sure if it's going to get better now or not. I'm sorry. <laughs> good on you, mate. Good on you, Jamie. Keep up the good job, bud. Thanks, Andy. Jamie King there at Lake Hiroko in the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. And this is the stuff you're up against. I kid you not. Mark Patterson's up next um, as part of our political panel. We'll get his take on this as well. It, it's just logic. No logic. What logic? It doesn't come with that.